Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Pei Dalad 84 in Mesechet Pesachim, Perketzad Solin. We will begin from the Mishnah at the top, very top of Pei Dalad Amur Alf. Says the Mishnah, Konechal Beshor Hagadol, Yachel Begedi Harach. Anything that is edible in an ox that's fully grown, okay? Yachel begedi harach could be eaten, eaten, eaten also in a gedi, in a goat that's rach that is young. Rashi explains, she, anything that is hukshin, it seems like there are parts, once, hold this. So Rashi explains that uh, different parts, Marky, we need you for this animal parts. It seems like, it seems, okay, forget it, sorry. It seems like in, a, in a, uh, a young animal, a lot of the bones are really soft, and they're edible in a young animal. But as the animal gets fully grown, these cartilage things become bone-like, and now they're inedible. So we're telling you now that any t- part of the animal that had it been fully grown would be inedible. We're not allowed to eat it in the Korban Pesach, even though the Gedi is soft, Still and it is edible, it's not part of the Korban Pesach. Okay? <coughs> but any, Rashi says, <laughs> you can't, you, a guy can't register and say, I'll eat that part of the animal. And that part of the animal is a part that is inedible if it had been a big one. Even though it's edible now. Good. Then the Mishnah says, I didn't know what this was, but I have the article here, which is telling me that it's the ends of the shoulder blades and the other which is other cartilage. It seems like uh, these two parts of the animals, uh, oh, the Gemara is going to clarify what they are. So let's see the Gemara. Good. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Rami. Rabbi understands that our Mishnah is a contradiction. Okay? In other words, Rabbi is going to understand that this thing, are actually parts of the animal that become hard in, in, uh, in fully grown animals. And therefore, it seems like we're telling you... It's you no, it's, it seems like it's a contradiction. Because the beginning of the Mishnah says, anything that's edible, in a shore you could eat. And you could also eat these things, but these things are not edible, so how can I eat them? Oh. Right? That's going to be a contradiction. Okay? Rabbi Rami. Tanan says the Mishnah, It sounds like anything that's not edible, you can't eat. What about the Sefer? says, You can eat them. You can't eat them in a fully grown ox. So Rabbah is going to answer the contradiction by saying that there's really a machloket tanaim going on in our Mishnah. You didn't look, didn't look like it. It looked like a very, very par of Mishnah with no argument. And everyone seemed to be very happy. But no, there's a lot of, uh, there's a tempest underneath that, that calm surface. And this is what it should say. Hachi ketani, welcome Binyamin. Anything that's edible in a shoragol could be eaten in a gidalach. But if it's not edible, no. Others say that you can even eat this. Why is that? Because since 
Rashi explains that these, the ends of the shoulder blades and the, and the cartilage, really it's not edible in a fully grown ox. However, if you really cook them long enough, they are edible. And therefore, you're allowed to eat them roasted in a... You're allowed to eat them roasted in a, in a Korban Pesach because it's a shtickle edible. It's a little bit edible when it comes to the other ones. That's the answer of Rabbah with a hey. Ravah Amar Ravah says no. Ma hen ketani. Mishnah is saying what they are, which means hachiktani. Kola anechal b'shorah gadol b'shikla. Anything that's edible in a shorah gadol through shlaka through burning like shlakot. Yachel b'gdi harach b'tzli can be eaten in a soft goat with with roasting. Ma hen and what are those things? Shekelayim v'asun. So it's really not a machloket. It's really one opinion. Shlaka is not like boiling water or something? Shlaka is boiling, but a lot of boiling. So it seems like a lot of boiling makes a lot of things soft, right? But it doesn't mean it's edible through roasting, but here you're allowed to eat with roasting, okay? Because over here, in other words, here the animal's a kid, which is a baby goat. And in a baby goat, it is edible roasting. But since it's edible in a... An adult, if it's long cooked, it's ed- you're allowed to have it in a baby, baby goat with just roasting, which is less than long cooking. Tanya Kavate de Rabah. We have a bright that supports Rabah with a hay. With what? Yes. Rabah with an alpha, I'm sorry. Anything that's edible in a short hagadol, bishlaka, while it's being. Well, yeah, good. While it's being boiled. Yeah, what is it? Bright is exactly like Rava, beautiful. Okay, Itmar. Gidin Shesofan Hakshot. If you have a gid, that's gonna get hard. Okay? Rabbi Yochanan says, Nimnin Alehem Pesach. You could count them, you could register for that in the Korban Pesach, which means if you have a Korban Pesach and everything's everything's uh, signed up and you have some gidin left, and these gidin are gonna get Hard at the end, they're not hard right now. It would be inedible when he. Right, when it's fully grown. Okay? You're allowed to include for the Pesach. Where Shlakisha man, and when you have Pesach, you can't use the Pesach. But we go the way it is now. Since right now it's soft, you can count them. Because we go after the end. The following question What do you do with the following Brighta? Anything edible shor gadol could be eaten with diarach. Umahen, and what is that? Hashem and v'sechsuchim. Hanihin, aval gidin shesuman lakshoto. It sounds like only these, but not things that are going to get hard. So it sounds like that that Rish Lakish is wrong. Rish Lakish is right, and Rish Yochanan is wrong. Amale, so he told him back. Tanaihi, yeah. Tanahani, which, which means Tanahani, we said these. Who are the Nahanak, but also the other ones? Hani, my Tama, what's the reason why these are good? The reason why these parts are okay, the, bright, the ones the bright is saying, which means the, the shoulder blades, the ends of the shoulders, is because if you boil them, they're good. These also, if you boil them a lot, they'll work, and therefore, we just sent some of them, but there's really more of them. Okay. I'm going to read the Rabbi Abin. Rabbi Abin told Rabbi Abin the following. 
when you get in front of Rabbi Abhu, make sure to ask him this contradiction I wanted to ask him. Me, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Gidin Shuvan Lakshot Nimrin Alehem Bepesach. Did Rabbi Yochanan really say this rule? That Gidin, that are going to get hard, you're allowed to register for them on Pesach, you're allowed to um, sign up for them? Alma, Batar Hashtalin. That sounds like that Rabbi Yochanan is going Batar Hashtalin, go the way it is now. About the the or harosh, which is the skin in the head of a soft calf. Can it make you tame? Now, when you when you when the when the animal stops nursing, so the soft part of the head gets hard and you can't eat it. But while it's a baby, it can. So, the question is, because it's not a completed product, could it become tamer? Right, question? in other words, is it, is it food? Because food products get tamerifiable. Um, non-food ones are not. So the question is, this soft part of the animal, is it a food? Because it is edible or not. But remember, he says, it doesn't make tamer. When he says it can't get tamer, it must be he's going by the end. So we have a contradiction. Rabbi Yochanan by us seems to be going by the hash, he's going by how it is now. And here, it seems like he's going by the end of the animal. Contradiction. Okay. Amale, so he said to him. Now, Amale, who said to who? If you remember, we said that Rabbi Yomiyahu told Rabbi Abin. Now, when you get to Rabbi Abhu, go ask him. Now, is it Rabbi Abin answering? Or did he go ask Rabbi Abu and he answered? Right. So, Ben Hanel says that he went to ask Rabbi Abu, and this is the response. Oh, okay. So, Amr is Rabbi Abu responding, okay? Not Rabbi Abin. Don't get confused over here. Okay? Amr did Amalach ha lo chash The one who asked this question is not thinking about what he's, by, what he's eating. Okay? Rabbi Yochanan backed out and he agreed with Rish Lakish that we go by the end and therefore it's not a contradiction. Don't bother me because I use Lashon Yahid. Now, what does that mean that I go with Lashon Yahid? Which means there was a Mishnah over there that was a question which Takish asked, and he says, Don't bother the Mishnah because I understood that it was one opinion. Right? Later, he said it was a Lashon Achid. So basically what happened was Rabbi Yochan originally thought that a certain Mishnah which supported his opinion that said that we go by right now, Rabbi Yochan had thought that that was everyone's opinion. And now Rabbi Yochan is saying, no, I changed my mind and I'm saying that it's Lashon Achid and therefore I'm off that opinion. That means Rabbi Yochan backed off what he's saying and therefore, since that's true, the whole question on the contract of Rabbi Yochan falls off. But okay. Mishnah is two, two to nine. What? The Mishnah is we're staying, we're staying, but it's two times. Well, we, no, we had two answers to that. Both, both that was Rabbah and Rabbah. 
Well, so what's, the, what's, what's, the, what's the... We, we, didn't, we didn't conclude that. I don't think we, that's conclusive. It seems like it. It seems like it. It sounds like it. Seems like it. Seems like it. I got, I, I, my, the, so the assumption is that if you go to the Zetunis and they offer you filet mignon, and you go to the other guys, they offer you, gira, gira, you know, you can eat this gid. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's say goodbye to the Zetunis, you know? Unless you want to eat with the Tzadikim, then you eat with the Tzadikim. Okay. <laughs> you said I was offering the filet mignon. Why are they Of course they didn't come. Okay. You ready, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now, from, for now, we're going to be talking about breaking bones. Everyone knows that breaking bones in the Quran Pesach, there's a couple of Pesukim that discuss breaking bones, and none of them are allowing them. Okay? So if you, this actual Mishnah was actually quoted a little before for those who have been following us. It should be familiar to you what was quoted in the Gemara before. If you break a bone on a Quran Pesach that's still Tahor, then how does it look Then you get forty lashes. Of course, you broke. You did a lot. You lot. You broke a bone. Broke a bone. Okay. But if you leave over a piece of your korban pesach, which is tahor, then and then you don't get. And also, if you break a bone of a tameh animal, and in both those cases, you do not get malkut for doing those things. Now the gemara is going to analyze the two cases that don't get malkut. Let's go. Analysis number one. I understand why the guy who leaves over the tahor, there's two possible reasons. It says, Don't leave it till the morning. But whatever's left till the morning, you have to burn it. The pasuk is coming to tell you that we're giving an ase after the lotase. Don't do it. And if you do it, X. Right? Lomar teaches you that you don't get malkut. Whenever the Torah gives you a, uh, a way to fix it, and I say after Lot, I say, Rabbi Huda holds that that makes it a uh, lav, we call it a lav hanitakla ase, a lav that's fixed by, by an ase, and that takes away the isur of, that takes away the isur of, of, uh, of malkut, the case with malkut. Rabbi Yaakov, no. Rabbi Yaakov explains, Lo min Hashem and of course, that's not the reason. He says the reason is because it's a lav she'en bomase, which means it's a lotase without an action. And any lotase that has no action, and look at it, goes, what action did I do when I didn't eat the Korban Pesach? Right? I just didn't eat anything. In other words, so it's in order to get, according to Rav Yudah, Rav Yaakov, in order to get Malkut, in order to get Malkut, you have to do an active lotase. You have to go eat something. You have to go do something. But to passively sit and leave your steak till the morning, since it's passive, you don't get Malkut. Now, Samara wants to know, Ela shover b'tameh minalan, what about breaking a bone in a tameh? Who told you that breaking a bone in a tameh does not get malkut? Mm-hmm. Says, the And a bone, you will not break bo in it. When the Torah is talking about the Koran Pesach, the kosher one, it says, bo in it, in the kosher one. Bo b'kasher Only in the kosher one, not in the pasul one. And that's how we know the pasul one you break. You do not get malkut. another baita. Says, and you won't break a bone in it. Rabbi has another pasuk. Tanakama says what we just said. Rabbi says, no. It says, 
in one house you must eat it, and you will not break a bone in it. Connecting eating to breaking. Te- teaching you. Anything fit for eating, that has a sword to break the bones. But if it's not fit for eating, like our Tamei one, it's not. There's, no, there's no Yisur in breaking it. So we have two opinions, Tanakama and Rebbe. Tanakama is Bo, Rebbe is a connection between eatings. Mm-hmm. What halachic difference is there between Tanakama and Rebbe? Says the Gemara. The difference between them is a Pesach Haba Bitumah, which means if you have a Korban Pesach that's done when everyone is Tameh, there's a big difference between two rabbis. Why? According to the one who says it has to be a Kasher one, this is not a Kasher one, it's, it's Pasu. Hi Pasulu. Now Rashi explains, really, it should be Kasher also, right? It's not nothing. It's not. It's not. It's made bepasul, but it's really it's not. It's made betuma, but it's kosher. Rashi explains this is going according to the rabbi who holds that 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 dachui that it's pushed off, and therefore really it's pasul, but we push it off, so it's really pasul, and therefore it's a problem. Good. High pasul. The man but according to one who says the the of eating, so right. This is fit for eating, and since it's fit for eating, then you really would get. Malkut for it. Okay, according to this opinion. If it's Tumah. Did you follow that? Yeah. Sorry? Because the guy is a Tameh. He's not Tameh. We didn't say he's Tameh. The Pesach was Tameh. The Pesach is Tameh. The guy can't get Tameh from his from touching food. That's, the, that's not how it works. Okay? The food is Tameh. He's not Tameh. Good. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yosef Omer, Ki Hai Gavna, in this situation, Kula Alma and Bobashum Shivrat Etzim. Everyone agrees there is no problem of Shivrat Etzim in a case, in a situation like that, where everyone's Tameh. And there's no problem. The Rebbe, La Akuli Ka'ati, when Rebbe came to say his reason of Etzim Lotishbro, he wasn't coming to be strict. According to what you're saying, Rebbe is making a strictness. Rebbe is saying that you. Right? Rebbe was saying that the reason is if it's edible. And therefore, since Tameh, the Korban, the Tumah, is edible, he's going to give you Malkut for it. Okay. But Rebbe wasn't coming to be strict. Rebbe was coming to be lenient. So that's not true. You follow that? Mm-hmm. Right? It's Pasul. The difference between Tanakama and Rebbe will rather be in the following case. If if it had a time when it was kosher and then it got pasulified, right? That's the difference. This is kasher, it just got pasulified and therefore it will, it will, uh, it, it'll be asur to break a bone. Since it's not fit for eating now, therefore it will not get. Uh, uh, Malkut. It's excluded from Malkut. And therefore, Rebbe here is, according to this, Rebbe is coming to be lenient and everything's fine. Okay. That is Rav Yosef explaining. Mm-hmm. Now, in comes Abaya, and he's got his own opinion. Abaya Amar. No. Kula Alma, everyone agrees. 
Call Kiai Gavna anytime you're in this situation and Bomashimushuvat Etzim. Anytime you're in this situation, there is no problem of breaking a bone. Even in a situation when it was kosher and not kosher. Okay. My time, what's the reason? Hashtamid, hi Pasulu. Everyone agrees it's Pasul right now. And therefore, if it's Pasul, then uh, it should be, uh, you, get makut, you don't get Makut, right? And therefore, the question is, what happens if a guy broke a bone while it was still the 14th of Nisan? Not the 15th yet. It was too early. That's the machloket. According to one who says it has to be kasher, high kasher, it's kasher. And therefore, you broke a bone. That's Rebbe. You can't eat it too early. And therefore, that way out. Okay, that's Abaya's way out. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, each one we're trying to figure the difference between Rabbi and Tanakama. Is everyone with me? Good. Metivi, they challenge Abaya. It says, Rabbi Omer, Nimnin al Mawah Shibarosh. You could register for the Mawah of the Rosh, the for the, the marrow of the head. Marrow, yes. But you can't register for the marrow. Of the thigh bone. Okay. Al Mosh of my Tama, why can you register for the marrow of the head? Because you could pull it you could pull it out through the nostrils without breaking a bone. There is a way to get the marrow out of the head without breaking a bone. And therefore, you could have a guy, let's say the Zetun, everyone wants me with the Zetuns. And there's no room. I said, listen, I'm really stuck. I, we have Mafi and he, we don't full, meet for you. What are we going to do? Full. Binyamin needs in. So Binyamin says, listen, I'll take the marrow. He said, marrow, we've got to break the bone to get to the marrow. He said, no, I'll take Not the marrow. I guess I'll take the marrow from the head. <laughs> come in. Okay, so come join the Zetuns. Right? Right. The, and, but the marrow in the kulit, Fine. you can't. That's out. Good. If you hold, if you want to claim that Rebbe held, like we said, like Abayah said, mm-hmm. that breaking a bone during the day does not, is not a Yisur, because not a Barachila, right? Right? Kulit Nami. Let Binyamin come, and even after Binyamin gets to the Rosh, let Tal come in and say, listen, I also want to be in the Zetun. I heard the rabbi said he's a Sadiq. I said, he said, listen, I already gave the Moach to Benyamin. It's okay, no problem. I'll t- so break the, break the thigh bone during the day, because uh, Rebbe holds that thigh bone breaking during the day is not a problem, and, give me, and take out the Moach for me. I think now let have the thigh because of... Because uh, you have to break the bone. No, 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 that's the, that's the piece. Outside the, a, a nerve outside the thigh. Oh. Talking about the actual okay. femur, the actual biggest bone in the body. Right. right? So, Abaya, Abaya will say back, no, no, no. Yeah. According to your reasoning, we don't have to break it. We'll take a coal, we'll put it on top of the thigh bone. And burn a hole in it. It'll burn a hole in it. If enough, get the moch. Then pull out the moch and give it to the haras. And that's what they love. They have marrow from the from the zitun uh, besach. Put the coal on. The I'm not going to crack it. Cause burn. I'm not going to crack it. I'll take a, a coal, put it on top of the bone, leave it there a little while. The next thing there's you know, open it. Oh, look, there's a hole. Okay. Take the marrow. They'll suck out the marrow. That's the story. <laughs> So according to what you're saying, it's also there's always possible to do it. There's another way to do it, right? 
guy who burns a bone, it's not called breaking a bone. And what are you going to say? Abayama, Mishum de Paka. Is that okay, by the way, to, to, to do that on, on Pesach? You let it burn a hole into the bone or no? Hold on. It's part of food. It's food. So Abayas says the problem is that we're afraid that you're going to crack it, which means the bone, crack. the bone will crack. Instead of burning through, it might crack it. Because you're putting your thing on it, it might crack. Rabbi Meshumah has said, Rabbi says you can't do it because you're wasting a sacrifice. You're ruining with your hands. Right, you're wasting part of the bone with your hands. Because maybe the fire is going to eat some of the of the marrow. Either way, it's so the same way. The reason why we don't let you do it in these two cases is because we're afraid. Either we're afraid it'll crack, or we're afraid you're going to waste the kodesh. So we should also. Be afraid that if we let you crack it during the day, you might come to crack it at night. If we make these rules that yeah. we're going to let Tal join the Zetun one with this idea of cracking during the day, we're afraid that one day skies will come, that the Zetuns know what they're doing. But in some other thing, oh, I heard that Tal ate the bat, Roman out of life. Oh, we'll crack it also, and then we'll have problems. Okay? Right, not everyone is as smart as these guys. Papa Amar. That was good. <laughs> Any situation like this, which means that we said what we said before, everyone agree that's a problem. At night, it's fit for eating. In other words, since at night it's fit for eating, everyone agrees that there's bone breaking problems in that case. Even in this case. Okay? So rather, it's a new thing. We're talking about an ever that is leaving its boundary, which means the limb left Yerushalayim a little bit. Okay? I don't know what that means. You know how to eat it outside Yerushalayim? The rule is that the, the, the Korban Bezal has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. No, it didn't leave. It just stuck out of the wall a little bit. Part, not the whole animal, just part of the ever. Got it? Manda kasher, the one who, the, the Tanakama who said has to be kasher to break it. Hi kasher, no, it's still kasher. Right? It's because part of it is kasher. You can't eat it. If part of the thing went out and then you broke it, because he holds like Rebbe. Now, if part of it left it, left the everyone agrees, no, it's a problem. He doesn't agree like that one. The difference is if you have, a, a, you broke a bone in a, a rare carbon, meaning not fully rare means not fully roasted. Right, when it's fully roasted, we call it well done. Mm-hmm. It's called na. It's a meat medium. Now, generally, you're not allowed to eat it na. Pasuk says, Alto kham menu na, umashel mushavamayim. Right? It's na. Manda amar kasher. The one who says kasher, hai kasher, it's still kasher. Manda amar ula khila, ha shen ula khila, ta ula khila, because it has to be fully roasted. You're not allowed to eat it na. Good. Now, 
So that's some sheshit braid of eating. like this. He says, Kol ki agav in that case, yesh v'shum shuratetzim, but of course that's shuratetzim. Why? Because you eat it, because you can roast it a little more and eat it more. So it's fit v'achila. You can't call that a problem. It's fit v'achila. Just roast it more. It's not a problem that's not fixable. Put it back in the fire and you'll, you'll uh, finish it off. I like this more well done like you do in the restaurants. Ella, shivirat ha'aliyah What happens if you want to break the tailbone? Now the tail, the fat tail of the lamb is... Has to go on the, on the mizbeach and therefore doesn't go on the bone, right? Since the aliyah, remember remember the story of Ben Betera that we had last time. That's the one that the, the rabbi caught the, the people. There was a goy who was coming to eat the korban pesach, and the rabbi caught him by telling him, "Ah, oh, they didn't give you the good part. Did they ever offer you the tail? They never offered you the tail, right? Remember that story? I remember Early in pesachim we had the story. Early. Yeah." Where, where the, 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 the goy kept saying, oh, he, kept, he lived in, in wherever he was, and he said, oh, I always go down to the they don't know I'm Jewish. They think I'm Jewish, I eat the Korban Pesach every year. Right? Yeah. And he says, oh, they never offer you the tail. Yeah. Right? Really, the tail goes to the Mizbeach, and then they caught the guy, they killed him. Yeah, right? I that, yeah. Okay. So, here we're talking about the tail part. So, since the tail part goes to the Mizbeach, on the one hand, it's kosher, it's a kosher animal, but you can't eat it. And therefore, according to, according to Rebbe, the non-eating rabbi, can't he'll say since it's not eatable, it's not, therefore, it won't go to that. That's why you get malkut. That's why you... No, since it's not edible, yeah, you therefore you won't get malkut, right? Okay. That is... That was Rav Nachman. Okay, now we have another one. Rav Ashi, Amen. Rav Ashi says, no. Kol ki ha'igamna, anytime like that, v'adayim moshunat etzim, no shunat etzim, t'avadayim ruchul ha'chalakal, no one can eat that, it goes to the mizbeach. Talking about a live, talking about ever that doesn't even have a kazayit. Therefore, since it's not enough, it's not going to be, you're not going to take according to Rabbi. Good. That's Rabbi Ashi. Rabbi Namar. Okay. You, you remember the mole or no? The mall, huh? You remember the mall? You remember the mall, Harry? Or no? All the We're up to number eight now. You remember the first seven? Oh, you don't know. I'm asking you want to repeat all seven for us? Or the mall? No, no. Them all. Do you them, remember them the all? Them all. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Ravina says, right? Kol kiyai gavna. Anytime you're in this situation, like this, where there's less than a kazait, let me mishum shmirat etzim, there's not a shmirat etzim, to be in a shiur achila, because you need a shiur achila. Everyone knows that's not enough. We're talking about a, 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 a ever that in the place where you're going to break it, there's no kazait, but another part of it has a kazait. You need to have a shur achila in the place where I'm breaking it. Okay. Now, we're going to bring a brighter. And with this writer, you'll see who, who, which, which, which rabbi it's for is. and which rabbi it's not. That's why I told Harry, he has to keep track of all eight of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> Says the Gemara, Tanya ke'arba minayum. We have a writer that supports four of the previous opinions. Okay? Stick with us, guys. That's why we didn't leave this one for tomorrow. Okay? Because by tomorrow, for sure, no one remembers opinions. Tanya comes in, except for Jackie remembers opinions. The Tanya we learned. <laughs> Rabbi Omer, it says, echad yachel, you will eat it in one house. The lo bo. 
That's Rabbi's pasuk. Remember, ala kasher hu chayav, ve'enu chayav al pasul. Ina chayav al pasul. What pasul? Haytalo shot a kosher. That's one. Ve'nifsal b'shat achila, but it became pasul. Tam lechala. Ema b'shum shalat etzim. Yes, bo shiur achila. Yes, bo shum shalat etzim. Ema b'shum shalat etzim. Ema b'shum shalat etzim. Hayu mizbeach. If it's fit for the mizbeach, ema b'shum shalat etzim. That's that's the 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 tailbone. B'shat achila, b'shat achila, yes, b'shum shalat etzim. At the time of achila, shol b'shat achila, not at the time, ema b'shum shalat etzim. Okay, so that we we saw it goes exactly like each one of those rabbis, right? On the fourteenth, that, that shat achila. So so what was the support? We had a support for Rav Yosef. He's the one who said shat kosher. Mm-hmm. Then we had support for Ravina, who said that's the kazayin to meet in the place of the thing. Mm-hmm. We had a support for Nachman Yitzchak, uh, who which is the the tailbone, right? Because he said that. And then we have finally. Um, the four, who, who's the 14th in Nisan? Who's the 14th in Nisan? The, the day during the day. Who was that day one? On the top. Uh, uh, that day one was. Yosef? That's the Pasuk. Day one was a while ago. Yeah, you gotta be on the top or right before the top of the page. Oh, Abaya. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go. Itmar, we learned. Ever she'en alav and ever she'en alav. Kazait. You want to do this now? Oh, I think we're going to leave it tomorrow for tomorrow. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.